Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotion. Piercing Heaven has been one of my uh, very favorite um, sort of anthology of prayers. This is a collection of prayers of the Puritans and uh, put together by a man named Robert Elmer, who is the editor. He opens the entire book with this quote from uh, Thomas Watson, the Puritan. That prayer is most likely to pierce heaven, which first pierces one's own heart. And uh, in the introduction to the entire uh, collection of prayers, I love what he's written here. The Puritans have an undeserved reputation for severity. The very name Puritan was originally a slur. And indeed, they lifted God very high so that man might appear as nothing before him. Matthew Henry, one of the Puritans, wrote, You are the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who only has immortality dwelling in the light, which no one can approach, whom no one has seen or can see. And so they have a very high view of God and uh, who alone has immortality. But the Puritans believed in a biblical God, one who is not just transcendent, but imminent. Um, not, just, not just far and away above us, so high um, that, that he's unapproachable or that he can't, he can't see us or, or, or doesn't care for us, but imminent, close by, accessible. One who is both impossibly far and incredibly near, says uh, Robert Elmer, the editor. Robert Hawker, and here he is quoting yet another Puritan, uh, wrote this, O Lord, send forth today abundant streams to cleanse, revive, comfort, satisfy and strengthen all your churches. Lord, cause me to drink of the rivers of your pleasure, for you are the fountain of life. And so you see the Puritans in their prayers express to God God's greatness, um, God's generosity, God's providence, and at the same time, they're very aware of uh, humanity's uh, weakness. Just a couple more paragraphs of the introduction before I read one of the uh, prayers of the Puritans. This combination of awe before God's holy presence and deep, passionate love for the Christ who said, I am with you always, marks the Puritans. Far from being haunted by the fear that someone somewhere might be happy, the Puritans knew where true and lasting pleasure was to be found. They also discovered the great open secret of prayer, the value of praying God's words back to him. Over and over throughout their prayers, the Puritans make allusion to the Bible. It suffuses their devotion, keeping it from morphing into mysticism. It also makes them accessible to today's Christians because the Bible is something we surely share. We can learn to pray like the Puritans. The only way the Puritans' killjoy reputation can be maintained is through ignorance of what they actually wrote. It was not just warm-hearted, but ardent. Not just careful, but truly biblical. The prayers of the Puritans are a treasure for today. And so that's one of the reasons I love this book, Piercing Heaven, Prayers of the Puritans. Well, here is uh, 
uh, one of those prayers. This one written by a man named Isaac Ambrose, a 17th century uh, English Puritan who was known for uh, the warmth of his uh, his writing and um, uh, was actually quite popular in his only day, in his own day and time. And that's one of the, by the way, talking about this book just a little bit more. That's one of the things I love about this book too. In the back, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I've, I'm holding up the page. There's a sort of an appendix of uh, biographies, and um, and you you get just a little bit of a you know, like a, like a one paragraph, you know, three or four sentences about each of these Puritan writers, because uh, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, uh, I find that quite helpful. Uh, some of these uh, folks I've never even heard of until I got a copy of Piercing Heaven. So here's the couple of sentences about Isaac Ambrose that I want to read his prayer. Um, Known for his gentle nature and earnest piety, Puritan theologian Isaac Ambrose was twice imprisoned and later ejected in 1662 from his Anglican pastorate for holding Puritan views. Ambrose wrote a lengthy devotional book called Looking Unto Jesus, what a great title, which was said to have been as popular in its day as Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. Of course, speaking of John Bunyan, one of the one of the biggest selling uh, Christian books of all time, if if I can uh, use the uh, term Christian as an adjectival modifier. Uh, John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, I believe, is way up there in terms of the number of, and what a great, we've got to read from that uh, sometime during daily devotions. But for this morning, I, I've read over this prayer by Isaac Ambrose, and I just got to tell you, um, it's it's a really beautiful one. Prepare your hearts uh, and your minds with me, if you will. Perhaps get in a quiet place wherever you can. And uh, perhaps just close your eyes and, and join me. And uh, our uh, older brother, Isaac Ambrose, in praying uh, this prayer. Merciful Lord God, you are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You say... It is done of things that are yet to come. So faithful and true are your promises. You've promised by your own word, out of your own mouth, that to anyone who is thirsty, you will give the fountain of the water of life freely. O oh Lord, I thirst. I long for one drop of mercy. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul pants for you, O God, and for your compassion. If I had the glory, the wealth, and the pleasure of the whole world, if I had 10,000 lives, joyfully I would lay them down just to have this poor trembling soul received into the bleeding arms of my blessed Redeemer. O oh Lord, my spirit within me is melted into tears of blood. My heart is splintered in pieces. Out of the place of dragons and out of the shadow of death, I lift up my thoughts heavy and sad before you. The memory of my former vanities and sins is poison to my soul. 
the very flames of hell, Lord, the fury of your just wrath, the scorchings of my own conscience, have so wasted and parched my heart that my thirst cannot be quenched. My desire is for the pardon and grace of Jesus Christ. And Lord, in your blessed book, you cry out, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. In that great day of the feast, you stood and cried, if anyone thirsts, come to me and drink. And these are your own words. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be satisfied. I challenge you, Lord, in my extreme thirst for you and for spiritual life in you by that word and by that promise which you made. Make it good to me. I grovel in the dust and tremble at your feet. Open now that promised well of life, for I must drink or else I die. Amen and amen. So prayed Isaac Ambrose in this from the book, Piercing Heaven, Prayers of the Puritans, one I recommend to you, filled with um, passionate prayers. Uh, prayers that, uh, you know, the language sounds so foreign to us. We're just not used to um, expressing ourselves that way. And I don't know about you, but for me, I find it refreshes and renews my own prayer life. It refreshes and renews my view of who God is. Um, it refreshes and renews and, and gives me a healthy dose of realism about who I am. Um, as a sinner in need of redemption. So again, uh, recommend to you Piercing Heaven and uh, any of the writings of, uh, of the Puritans. I think we can all benefit from them. Listen, I hope you'll have a, a great day today and that you'll walk with him just as he has promised to never leave or forsake you and is walking with you. God bless you. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.